So what do we think about Matthew Perry, huh? That was, uh, that was sad news. Um, dead at the age of 54. I mean, yeah, kind of shocking. It is shocking. I know he had all his problems and addiction issues, but still shocking when somebody of uh, that uh, level of fame, and he's pretty damn famous, household name famous. Uh, yeah, that's household name. Matthew Perry, everybody knows right away who you're talking about. Uh, young people, old people, friends was such a phenomenon. I actually remember seeing him in a movie called 17 Again in 2009. Yeah, you saw it too, Diego? It was a great little film. Is about... Wait a second. What the hell happened? Yeah. So somehow, anyway, it doesn't matter. He was good in the movie. He became a, he was a 45 year old, whatever. And, uh, oh, who was that guy? That young guy, the young guy, who was the actor? It was, uh, the guy from high school musical. I'm blanking on the name too. What's his name? Yeah. Him. Uh, him. Charlie St. Crow, Charlie St. Cloud, whoever played Charlie. Anyway. Zach Efron, Zach Efron. Zach Efron. Zach Efron, 17. He's 45. And somehow their uh, identities switch. And the 45-year-old is in the 17-year-old, and the 17-year-old is in the 45-year-old. And it's actually a very fun, uh, cute movie. Not an original idea. That's been done a couple of times. And I thought, like, you know what? This guy actually is pretty likable as an actor. I, I was never that into Friends. So, um... I think, uh, but, no, I think Matthew Perry transforms into the 17. It's just the one person. They don't switch. No. No, you're wrong. Uh, Matthew... Uh, the Zach Efron becomes Matthew Perry. And Matthew Perry... Uh, wait. Zach Efron becomes Matthew Perry, and Matthew Perry becomes. You're thinking Zac of Freaky Efron. Friday, but no, no, it's, uh, no, it's no, Matthew, no, no. All right, wait, no, 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 you're wrong. Zach Efron. Oh, I don't really. Zach Efron's in the movie. He's 17, right? And what's his name? Uh, Matthew Perry. You should see this movie. It's very good. Is 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 45, right? Right. So you're telling me what I'm telling you that in the movie, you know. The bodies stay the same, but the personalities switch. The soul of Matthew Perry goes into Zac Efron, and Zac Efron's soul goes into Matthew Perry. Now, you tell me how I'm wrong. Uh, you're thinking of a Freaky Friday situation. No, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Because So in 17 again, don't you remember when Zac Efron is in high school and he's telling all those girls how men should treat them? And how they should be respected and how this and that. And he's talking to them like a father would talk to them, but he's young and 17. So they're actually listening to him, but it's an old soul, Matthew Perry's soul talking to him. Meanwhile, um, the 17 uh, uh, year old guy, Matthew Perry is having all kinds of hijinks with dating and stuff like that. Does this ring a bell? The movie came out 18 years ago. It doesn't even matter. Yeah, all right. Okay. All right. So, I mean, I, I'm right though. I okay, am. I'm right, totally right. right. Go, go call up a clip. So, I will. Okay. Anyway, he's a good guy, but he lost his way. Well, they they talk about it as an as a disease, right? Two things that surprised me about it: um, when he was working on Friends, and they were making at one point a million dollars an episode, and he was still in his mid twenties. I was aware of him; didn't watch the show, but I was aware of him, and he was making a lot of money. And I know money sometimes gives you all kinds of options and that kind of thing. That might be part of it. My mom says too much of anything is actually not good. Too much of anything, money, looks, intelligence, even like too much in one direction could be a problem. Maybe it was too much money. But anyway, I was surprised that his life, he had a lot of structure. You know, working on a TV show like that, there's a lot of structure. you got to be in at 7, you got to do this, you got to do the rehearsal, you got to do that. that. He didn't have time to get drunk or do the other stuff, but somehow he did, and he spent a lot of time in rehab. Um, 
I saw a beautiful video, kind of, and it was very sad too, chronicling his life in reverse order, from the old, from the more recent pictures where he looks pretty rough, all the way back, all the way back to you know through his fifties, forties, thirties, twenties, teenager years, and his, all the way back to when he was a baby. And there's you know beautiful music in the background, and it ends with his mother feeding him. He must have been six months old. I know his parents separated when he was about one. And you see the dad with him too. It just, you know, it, 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 it'll make you cry if you look at it. And there's something about it that you just look at it and you love human, you, you love humanity. You love, you love people when you look at this thing. No matter if you disagree with them all the time or whatever, or you don't watch their show. something very beautiful about it. Now you love humanity, but there's one thing though that I don't think Matthew and I don't never knew him and I'm not judging anybody or anything like that. But I wish, you know, I, I I wish I had met the guy and I would have told him and his problems were much more severe than mine. But what really set me up for freedom from substance abuse, in my case, alcohol, was faith in God and learning about God through the Bible. And, uh, you know, if the Bible confused him, he wasn't he wouldn't have been alone. There's a Charles Stanley Life Principles Bible that I someone gave me, and many years later I started reading and whatever, and the, the footnotes it helped me, and I don't need the I don't need the training wheels anymore. So here's and what he's about to say here is is nice, all right, but I think it's lacking, and it's lacking Jesus, it's lacking God, it's lacking awareness of uh, that there is a God, He wants to help us, He loves us, He wants a relationship with us. Let's see here, where is this? Uh, Again, this is all fine, what he says, but, well, actually, I might have an issue with one or two little things. Cut 16, please. Cut 16. The Joker just wants to see the whole world burn. So does alcoholism and addiction. It took over decades of my life, and I pray to you, if you worry that you're having this problem or you know somebody that is, raise your hand, find somebody who's smarter than you about this, and talk to them and be honest about it because the secrets are what kill us. I was on Friends getting watched by 30 million people, and that's why I can't watch the show, because I was, like, brutally thin. I went to my first rehab. I didn't really learn anything. I kind of just imitated Michael Keaton the whole time. And I was placed in some kind of spiritual guy's office, and we talked a little bit. And as we were done talking, he turned me around and said, just remember, it's not your fault. And I went, what? He said, it's not your fault. And I went, say that again. It's not your fault. And I said, what do you mean it's not my fault? I'm the one who's doing it. What do you mean? And he explained addiction and alcohol to me, and he saved my life. Uh, you know, the thing that always makes me And then repeats, it repeats. It. Uh, I, look, that's all, that's all nice. You know, it is. It's not, and I'm not, I've never been a rehab. I don't know anything about that stuff. It does sound like it wasn't really working, though, right? It wasn't really working. And I know it can be a sickness. At one point, he said he was just taking the pills to feel normal. So it's beyond, but I do think though that, you know, he, he heard from a, a, what he called a spiritual guy. He heard it from a spiritual guy. This advice that, you know, it's not your fault. Um, well, I'll just say this about the fault part. You know what? I don't know. I don't know. I know disease, but you know, you made a mistake at some point. You know, it's okay. We all make mistakes. I think we have to take responsibility for some of our mistakes. Nothing wrong with that. You know, you see, like you have nothing to feel guilty about. You know, you have nothing. You did nothing wrong. It's not your fault. You're a total victim here. Now, some people may think that's a 
better way to look at the world? I don't think it quite frankly is. But the spiritual guy part, right? The spiritual guy. And I'm sure that all of these institutions, these rehab centers, these uh, addiction residences had spiritual guys hanging around and so sober coaches and all those stuff. But the ultimate coach of the universe, God, does not figure very prominently in uh, anything that he's kind of discussing and in, 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 in his journey. And uh, I don't, quite frankly, fault him for that. I, I, I don't. I just wish that maybe he was, maybe he rejected it, or maybe he did embrace it and not. And I'm just talking, you know, I should, I'm talking out of school here or whatever, but I that's my sense. And if he didn't hear much about it, it wouldn't surprise me in the least, because what the hell does our society say about that? You know, uh, talk about it on Sunday if you must. You know, do not, no, 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 don't you dare. You're offending my identity. We can talk about LGBT, queer, IA, plus this, that, and the other thing, and my pronouns, and your pronouns, and their pronouns, and thee, they, them, thou. But uh, the thee, they, them, thou in the Bible? <laughs> You're on your own. You know, you might offend somebody with that. Well, nobody seems to mind that they're offending me with all this uh, story time drag hour in the school with the four-year-olds. That's offensive, and that's, that's, that's like, it's a threat. That's a threat. I'm talking about a book. I think it's the ultimate book and the ultimate key, and it's so much more. But I'm talking about a book, the Bible. I am talking about God and his son, Jesus, and just sharing uh, what they did for me <laughs> and how grateful I am and how, yeah, sometimes I feel bad and sometimes I am at fault when I turn my back, when I think I know better, when I'm going to do this because, you know what, I deserve it. Because I, you know what, eh, whatever, I'm going to do this because it makes me feel good. I'm, uh, I, I did some good. I'm going to, yeah, that's on me. That's a mistake. That's a fault. That's bad. And there are rules. And there are laws. And they are there not to, you know, not to, not to put a crimp in our style or anything like that. They're there to protect us, to maximize our joy. I also feel sad. He's 54, never married, no kids. That's tough, too, right there. But you know what? I it almost happened to me. There are plenty of people out there who can have full and fine lives single. It's happening more and more. 